This is Michael Warner, and you are listening to Escambia Empires. Welcome back to the show. As always, I'm joined by my brother and co-host, Danny, and our guest today is one of my closest personal college friends, Nathan Holmes. Nathan is really an incredible guy. We roomed together my sophomore year at college, and now he is a senior at Pensacola Christian College, and he's looking to get his start in commercial real estate after graduation next May. So he's going into the uh, other side of the spectrum there. We hear about his two previous internships at top 10 commercial real estate firms, how he uses LinkedIn for networking and his crazy morning routine this past summer where he woke up every day at 3.30 and went to bed at 8.30. We talk about the benefits of college and also dive into the positive effects of good habits from a young entrepreneur's perspective. I know you guys will enjoy this episode, so let's jump right into it. Here is Nathan Holmes. Nathan, welcome to the show. Appreciate it. I'm so excited that you are here. Just for <laughs> for everyone who does not, the last five minutes, I don't know what's going on, but we have just been laughing so hard at at nothing. <clears throat> so we're gonna do our best to get through this episode. I think we've been up for a while. Yeah, we've been, we've up been up for too way long too long. Um, but having said that, um, I apologize to anybody as they're listening. If we lose it, we'll do our best to keep it together. So Absolutely. anyway, Nathan, for those people who don't know you. Um, go ahead and give a rundown of, you know, kind of your story. You are at PCC, you're a senior this year yeah. and, um, you have some aspirations to get into commercial real estate down the road. So, um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about that and then we'll dissect and, and follow some rabbit trails here. Yeah. So going to college at PCC, just turned 21 a few months ago. Um, staying appropriate though. Yes. hundred percent. Uh, so yeah, double majoring marketing and management that's been going well so far. Lots of good exposure in professional yeah. selling, uh, tons of different finance courses, investing. So it's been, it's been good exposure just to the whole business world in general. Um, which is, which is solid. I think being able to have a general idea of what you want to do out of college, especially someone like me, I want to eventually work for my own self someday rather than mm-hmm. under someone just having the whole skill set is kind of a good a jumping ground base. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's so important to be well-versed in a lot of topics and mm-hmm. a lot of, um, you know, I mean, when you're a business owner and I mean, I'm, I feel like as a realtor, there's a lot of realtors who consider themselves business owners and they're not really, they, they really have a job if we're being honest. Yep. Um, but regardless, I mean, you're in charge of marketing and accounting and, and lead gen and follow up and all these different things. Um, it's important to have a lot of, and uh, I mean, just, just the books alone, it's important to have a good, a good base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I feel like, um, you know, after just a couple of semesters there, I have a good enough base, but I wouldn't have minded getting a little more, you know, I didn't take that many accounting classes or finance classes. So I definitely feel like some of the exposure that you've gotten is, is definitely is valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so you've been there for three and almost, almost three and a half years now. Yep. Um, what are some of your favorite classes that you've taken? Yeah. Um, so I, actually, I, apologize. I, I didn't even let you finish your, your story. We're just, that's all right. I mean, I would say one of the favorite ones I took originally back when you were at college is professional selling. Mm. We got to actually go out to businesses and sell ads for the PCC yearbook, which was, which is a fun experience. Cause you got to cold call people and do the whole process start to finish right up the, the ad script and everything. So yeah. Yeah, and just from that one class, I mean, just with internships that you've had while at school or in between times, you've already used that um, experience, um, and I feel like yeah. that probably it definitely helped me a lot too. 
um, professional selling. Shout out to Lonnie Smith. That was an awesome, a really good class. Yep. Um, he was a teacher, and I feel like he was just very real and just like, hey, this is what you need to expect. This is what's yeah. going to happen. You know, should get him on the podcast. Sometime. I actually, That'd he's on cool. my list. Is he? I would love to. I would love yeah, to. Yeah, Evan mentioned that too. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, him and I think Mark Hassel, I would enjoy <clears throat> having on as well. Mark's a high energy guy, so I think yeah. I'd enjoy having him on. The, Lonnie uh, Smith, I think I'm actually connected with both of them on LinkedIn, so I may great. just have to shoot him a message. There. Yeah, the class I have this semester with Lonnie Smith <clears throat> is uh, small business entrepreneurship. So we actually mm, get to take the, the process, start to finish from writing up your whole business plan, your mission statement, everything, um, your marketing section, how you're going to mm. market your whole product. And then we just finished writing our income statement. Wow. So just getting all those details down. And it's a good experience because it's like you think, okay, how I'm going to have this much cost per project that I'm doing. And then you realize, oh, wait a second, I've got, you know, 25,000 different things. Mm. So you got to tally up and realize, yeah. all right, instead of positive 150,000 a year, I'm actually uh, short $2,000 yeah. or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. If that. Um, yeah. But it's a good experience. Yeah, so. definitely. I mean, just getting that overall view of, of the business as a whole. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. So I guess for people who don't know, um, you and I were roommates for one semester in the very beginning of sophomore year. I'll just mm -hmm. give a brief overview. Um, so we met because we were in the same collegian, taking a lot of the same classes, um, yep. and we just found out that we were pretty much like-minded people. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like rooming in, in that room with you that semester, really, I was I was doing a lot of other things in addition to school that semester, but I feel like just being able to come back to the room at the, you know, at the end of the day and bounce ideas off you and talk about goals and, and stuff like that really helped me tremendously. Um, yeah. And you've been a valuable person in my life ever since for the last, you know, year and a half. So I love that. We took uh, business law together, which mm. was a fun class that yeah. involved us memorizing. It was essentially a test a week of what at least 20 oh. to 50 terms, depending mm -hmm. on every whatnot. class, every single class period. It was three days a week. I think every class period, he'd give you yeah. like 10 to 15 new, uh, definitions. To yeah. Learn. And the teacher was new that year. I think what he had, had it was his first 30 semester. plus years of experience as a lawyer, as a judge, yeah, lawyer. And then a judge, I think yeah. lawyer for oh like 20 years and then judge That's for intense. 10 years. Wow. So he was like, throw the book at you kind of guy. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to, he was not, Teaching probably wasn't his strong suit, <laughs> but, but he had a lot of good experience by he did, his belt. He did. So yeah. It, was, yeah. it was good to see the whole um, spectrum. I feel like we learned a lot from him mm -hmm. and it was very, all this stuff was very definitions oriented. I may have explained this to you before, but, um, he would, all of our quizzes were like fill in the blank. They weren't multiple choice ever. Mm -hmm. So our final was like a yeah, hundred thirty something. Uh, yeah. I think it was like 28 pages. Oh, front and back. I forgot wow. it was that long. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it just was all the flashcards that we had done throughout the entire semester. Yeah. Um, just but jumping off of that to, you know, what you're doing now, which is real estate. And yeah. I'm kind of looking to get into that industry myself. Mm -hmm. A lot of those terms you learn in your whole real estate license yeah. course, which is cool to mm -hmm. kind of take that in college. You're like, how am I going to use this? Yeah. And then actually yep. apply it in it. real estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's I was good. doing uh, contract management post-license course last week and we were at, at Starbucks together mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm, I'm going through what a unilateral versus bilateral contract is. And I already know this, you yeah. know, it's really, it's exciting. So definitely, I feel like a lot of people can rag on college, but I think if you pay attention and really learn the subject material of mm -hmm. the classes that you're taking, that's a benefit right there. And yeah. then also when we were talking before, um, I think there's a huge benefit to just figuring out what you want to do, you know, um, in college and, and being exposed to a lot of different things, mm -hmm. um, a lot of different niches and, and business and accounting and marketing and all these different things. 
Um, and then also like the time that we were able to spend together, you're surrounded by people who are very like-minded and, and you get to kind of figure out who your friend group is and, Mm -hmm. and, um, grow from that. So, so did you always want to get into commercial real estate? Like specifically when you started college, was that always your kind of your angle or? So before college, actually I was doing aerial photography with drones as a 17 year old, also working at Chick-fil-A pretty Mm -hmm. much full time. Mm -hmm. So those were kind of my two experiences before college. Um, and the biggest thing I learned is photography is super fun. I love being creative, but it's not scalable realistically. And I wanted to be in some industry where eventually I could be, you know, the CEO and have a team of who knows how many people and you're all working together, scaling the business. And that's when I was like, all right, college and photography would be super fun, but I would be, I'd be wasting my time and my money if I'm just doing photography Mm -hmm. major. For your specific goals. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of considered a bunch of different other routes. And then my dad's been in the whole commercial real estate industry for the last 25 years. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of the big top companies in the U S. So I think I kind of just was like, all right, I'll, uh, I'll stick with marketing and management that gives me a lot of yeah. open doors to a lot of different places. For um, sure. And I would say it's probably the last two summers interning for two of the largest commercial real estate companies where I've really solidified. All right. I think I want to do this yeah. officially. Yeah, that's great. So, okay. Let's why marketing and management. I know you said that'll give you broad exposure to, you know, kind of a lot of different mm-hmm. things. Why not specialize in something like finance or accounting true yeah so i mean i love finance and i love you know figuring out the best way to save money with credit cards and bank accounts and investing and all that type of stuff but i figured um why not be creative in the marketing department have the general you know business majors get like 50 percent of the finance classes so it's Hmm. just enough to appreciate them all without like have a base yourself Mm -hmm. in deep accounting and finance courses (laughs) yeah so that's kind of what I appreciate. And it was almost luck after the fact, because I had, I met a lot of good friends in the finance department while we were taking finance classes, you yeah. know, sophomore and, you know, junior year. And then now I don't have to do all the crazy hard finance classes, <laughs> yeah. which I'm happy yeah. about. But at the same time, I have a huge appreciation and I know, you know, how to read all the different financial statements, mm-hmm. yeah. which is helpful as a business owner someday. Yeah, yeah absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. But okay. So marketing management, definitely. That's what I was doing too. That's why we were able to take our class. Yeah, schedule exactly. was pretty much the same. So it was. I think that is, like you said, it gives you the most experience from a broad range of topics. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, so marketing and management, and you got one more semester of that, and then you're off and starting your uh, your yeah, commercial, real, commercial estate real estate somewhere. Yeah, so the last uh, last summer, I worked for Marcus and Millichap, which is number three in the nation, I believe, um, hmm. in commercial real estate. So they do just they did last year, 2019, just under. $50 billion worth of transactions. Wow. That's billion with a B. Yeah. yeah. $50 billion. B. That is bonkers. It is. <laughs> it is. It's crazy. And it's cool to be in an, organiza- an organization like that because you just get a lot of good experience. I was working directly with a new broker, so it was just me and him versus wow. normal teams are, you know, 30, 35 plus people. So yeah. it's kind of like a business inside of a business. You have a massive organization with a huge name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, you've got really good name recognition when you're cold calling clients all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this guy, you know, he was starting out. He used to work with the second largest team, I believe, in the U.S. So they were doing like, I think, $12 million worth of um, commission. So whatever commission, wow. whatever that bigger number is on top of that yeah. transactions wise. So yeah, they were raking in a lot, in of, a lot of money. That's a lot yeah. of money. So he's now doing his own thing. Um, so I got really good experience, code calling, um, lots of different database management stuff. So I got to work really closely on Excel and hmm. a lot of big 
like real estate research sites. Um, Land Vision is one of the big ones that you use just to find clients, find properties mm. and all that stuff. So okay. it's kind of like the big version of Zillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very nice. Um, much more specialized. So mm-hmm. you interned at Marcus and Millichap. How did you get that internship? Were you able to, was your dad able to put in a good word for you? Um, so with Marcus and Millichap, I had initially, the summer prior to that, tried to get in and they, they were kind of too busy to, to fit in one more person in the Scottsdale office in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of was on their list so to speak. Gotcha. For okay. a whole year. Um, wow. And then we so followed then up with time. them in January, thankfully before this whole pandemic hit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and actually got in, started working, I think in March, just remotely at college before the summer, which was fantastic. Cause I had like just enough exposure to not be let go when everyone moved to mm, online yeah. and they didn't want to spend any more time with interns. Wow. So that's, that was super lucky. That is, that's a blessing. That's yeah, huge. It sure is. Yeah. Um, wow. I love that. That's such a, it's cool to have like little things like that where you're like, and this worked out perfectly exactly. you know, to lead here. So yeah. you enjoyed your time at Marcus and Millichap. Yeah. You feel like you learned a lot. Yep. It was solid. One of the bigger things I got to do is put together like email newsletters every day with all the different properties that are being listed on the market. And at least in retail was our specific uh, focus. Mm-hmm. Um, so still doing that actually as of today, just sent another email. Cool. Uh, but that's basically the only thing I'm doing really interning still mm. at Marks and Millichap. And okay. then we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I've got two uh, interviews lined up for December 1st and then a few more coming up in the next few weeks, both with Marcus and Millichap and then also another company, Matthews Real Estate Investment. Okay. Um, and they Yeah, and you just had a call with them, really right? cool. Today? Yeah, I think they're fantastic because they are just under six years old and now number eight in the hmm. nation isn't in that's the phenomenal. nation number eight yeah, yeah. that is it's intense. insane intense that's a I really think, good i think they're doing 16 billion or so and i mean they're just under six years old so they they've got something going and the cool thing mm-hmm. is their founder uh kyle matthews worked at marcus and Mellichap, i think eight years ago and then mm-hmm. worked at a different Brand company up. and okay. then now officially started his own firm and i think we're just went over the 300 employee threshold. So I've been talking with a few different people in Nashville and Arizona, both to potentially work with them, but Mm. they're intense. Yeah. Intense. So describe a little bit about their schedule. Yeah. So Um, I was on a phone call today with one of the top executives there and he sent me an email with just their like daily routine. And I was, I was reading through it. It starts at 5am. He's saying agents wake up before the competition, wake the hell up. Exclamation point. <laughs> wow. Isn't that crazy? That he showed is. me that and I was like, Yeah, we were freaking out in the car. It yeah, cool. we were we were talking about <laughs> we were talking through this on the way here. Um and I just felt like I kept telling him and I feel bad because like you're trying to tell me about this commercial thing and I'm like, Well, what if you applied this to residential? But I kept thinking like what imagine if residential real estate agents treated their business and that's what that's what I'm trying to do. Imagine if residential real estate agents treated their business with that same intensity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The absolutely. whole standard of the entire industry would the bar would be raised. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. So at 5 a.m., wake and up. Obviously, they're, you know, trying to compete against massive firms. I think oh, the yeah. biggest one, CBRE, is like $250 billion plus a year <laughs> worth of transactions, which is that's incredible. a ton. Yeah. But that's they're huge at the same time. Dollars. So, I mean, you're you're lost in the scheme of things mm-hmm. working that high up. So I think mm-hmm. for me, I want to be in that high-tech up and coming, but also competing with some mm-hmm. of the top dogs all at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's like a jet ski versus a... A yacht or a like yacht. A, an ocean, like a barge, you know, you're yeah. much more 
Um, I just exactly. I like that idea of a smaller firm where you can produce high and, mm-hmm. and be part yeah. of a cool organization. So as a new employee in Matthews, so after 5 a.m., the next thing on their list is 525 walk to work. And they've got a bullet point talking about every agent should be living within a quarter mile of the office. <laughs> So you can walk to work in the morning and save hours of your week, you know, because you don't have to, you don't have to have a car. Theoretically, you don't have to pay for car insurance. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of intense to just think right off the bat. um, All agents should live within a quarter mile. (laughs) Imagine if Mark told me that I'd be like, whoa, that's that's phenomenal, man. I know. High intensity. Mm -hmm. And you're essentially there from, you know, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. in the evening Mm -hmm. working 65 hours plus Monday through Friday. Wow. And then at 8 you go home. And yeah. what from nine? From, you have a, an hour to eat your food, thirty mm-hmm. minutes to enjoy yourself, and then you better yeah. be in bed. From nine to nine thirty is personal time. Wow! <laughs> and honestly, you're lucky if you even get that. Wow! That thirty minutes. I mean, from <laughs> what it sounds half, like, it's half an intense, episode of any show you want. But they're all about just a <laughs> really solid culture. Um, when you're at the office, you're working with a ton of you know like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The main owner of the company, Kyle Matthews, he was talking about you know you have necessities in life like water and air and food and shelter you know those are the main things you need but in his office they want to hire people that have five necessities the fifth one being the need to succeed Hmm. you know the need to be successful Mm -hmm. because in this industry uh, now not everyone's going to work 65 plus hours a week Mm -hmm. i would say no it's not just not everyone commission it's hardly hardly anyone exactly Mm -hmm. yep that's crazy Interesting. So having said that, you know, with the need to succeed and things like that, you have been an inspiration to me for a long time um, because of, you know, you're, you're somebody who always is trying new things, Mm -hmm. seeing, okay, what works, what doesn't, I feel like you're constantly testing, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting pushing your limits. So tell us a little bit about your schedule over this past summer, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So this summer, that was kind of the main time I was getting to work with Marcus and Millichap. Um, But I figured, you know, we're in the middle of this huge pandemic. We have a lot of extra time on our hands. How can I come out of this ahead of everyone else? Mm -hmm. Or at least being able to say, all right, I read this many books. I learned this many things. I worked out this many days a week and now I'm a better person versus going home being like this summer is going to be like a movie. And then the summer comes to an end. Watch all your episodes Mm -hmm. and you're like, wait, what happened? Yep. Yep. was just wasted it last week. Was it yesterday or two days ago? Exactly. You know, you just lose sense of time. So yeah, I uh, have a lot of friends in the central time zone, which is two hours ahead of Arizona time since they don't really ever change. So I was pretty much in Pacific time for this summer. Um, and I figured, why not wake up at 3.30 in the morning? <laughs> 3.30. And uh, be able to be on top of everyone else who's two hours ahead of me, mm-hmm. which works out fantastic for my internship because I'm calling people all over the US. Mm-hmm. So that means it's 5.30 over there in uh, New York. Yeah. So gives you a lot more um, availability. Yeah, exactly. To be able to contact and when, you weren't calling that early though. Surely. No, you I was started. the earliest I was calling was like six, which is okay. nine. Okay, which gotcha. Is late, crazy yeah. man. I mean, three thirty in the morning—that's intense. That is crazy. Yeah, so, and it was kind of just a personal thing. Like I wasn't trying to brag to anyone at all, and I don't yeah. really tell anyone. It's yeah. just right. uh, I'm waking up early so I can be ahead of mm-hmm. the whole competition. The comp- Plus, yep. by the time you hit noon, I mean you've been awake for like almost yeah. nine hours. That has been yeah. how I've been feeling. It's been like two weeks now, I think, yeah. that we've been waking up, maybe even a little longer, that we've been waking up super early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, been longer. Yeah, it's been, longer. Well, it's, been, it's been almost two weeks for me waking up at 4.30. And 4:30, I don't every day. Right. Like sometimes, typically on Wednesday or Thursday, I'm ready to sleep in at least a little bit. Yeah. But it's funny because when I wake up at 6.30 now, I'm like, oh, I slept in. Oh my yeah. goodness. And it's like, 
that's that's early. That's a great that's answer early. To yeah. making that mm-hmm. adjustment. Um, so, but when yeah, when you're awake at four thirty, I pick you up at five twenty. Yep. or 5.25, whatever it is, we're at Starbucks by 5.35. And then by the time people start coming in for their 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock coffee, you're like, I've been here for three hours already. Yeah, it's hard to believe. So much done. It's crazy. And mm-hmm. a part of that, like we've always been trying to wake up earlier. You, you, yeah. you, you and I used to keep each other accountable for that. But I feel like I've always been on like, an early morning schedule for a couple of days. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I much prefer staying up later. This is the first time it's been sustained. And part of that is because I'm like, if Nathan can wake up at three thirty, I should be able to wake up at you know four thirty or five thirty, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, I should be able to to get this done. Mm-hmm. So, what time were you going to bed at night? I mean, what was your routine? So, like? because of that, I was kind of just mentally two hours ahead of my Arizona schedule. So, seven o'clock in the evening equals nine, which nine isn't that bad. But you know, going to bed at seven thirty is making sacrifices mm-hmm. in the. Yeah the free time department mm-hmm. but at the same time like any time after six o'clock in the evening you know you're tired because you've yeah. been up since 3 30 mm-hmm. what else are you doing nothing productive yeah yeah so i i found you know that that time in the morning from like 3 30 to 6 i mean you could make yourself a fantastic breakfast work out like enjoy arizona is like 90 degrees by seven or eight o'clock in the morning that was another mm-hmm. reason for waking up so early because you could enjoy that little bit of 70s before it gets too hot. Nice and yeah. cool in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so you, you would wake up and just and, a really good morning routine. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Just really refreshing. And then you're starting your day by like mm-hmm. six or seven already totally ahead of everything else. You don't mm-hmm. feel rushed. You're not throwing on clothes, getting ready to work. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're behind the eight ball. You feel like you're in a reactive exactly. state all day. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that I've been doing recently is when I get to Starbucks, I'm doing, I'm taking like at least an hour, maybe two and doing, um, you know, my post license course, like real estate, learning about real estate, learning about the industry. And by the time I am finished with that kind of personal development and I start transactional work, mm-hmm. it's still six thirty or seven and mm-hmm. I'm still an hour ahead. I'm having to wait and set an alarm on my phone so I can actually text people at eight o'clock when I know they'll be at work. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so valuable. So valuable. So Big you, time. you decided to wake up at three thirty. more just like for you to be ahead of the competition, you know, you're interning at Marcus and Miller Chap, you just wanted that edge and you were, you just wanted to see. Exactly. Yeah. It was just kind of a test. Like the whole summer was a test, um, just how to build yourself in other areas. So like I'm a hard gainer. It takes forever to gain weight. So mm-hmm. just eating extra calories. But I mean, you have all this extra time on your hands to cook your own meals. I mean, and if you're up that early, you can have first breakfast, second breakfast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, first lunch, second lunch. Wow. Um, so that, that definitely helps too. And it's, mm when you have that extra time, you have more freedom to, you know, cook a meal and then also listen to a podcast or a yeah. audio book, which is another big use of time Yeah, since you're at home over the whole summer. And I mean, anytime I wasn't really on a phone call, just doing database management or sending out emails, I'd try to listen to new books if possible. Yeah. So that was another, another point. I think I got through 14 this summer. Okay. Wow. 14 Which, books. That's great. Yeah. That's, that is crazy. No, it's been good. <clears throat> I apologize. I feel like I've really got something in that's my throat. That's all right. What, was, what were your two favorites? What were your two favorite books that you read over the summer? That's all right. I was just going to pull up my, your my list, list just to like mentally kind of look back because it's mm-hmm. been a while. Yeah. But um, James Clear wrote a really solid book on kind of personal productivity time management. Hmm. Let me pull it up here. Yeah, take your um, time clear habits something like that atomic habits atomic I've habits. Better name. Yeah. atomic habits i know i think we talked about it earlier this mm-hmm. summer 
but it was just, it was really solid just talking about what habits are. I mean, we know what habits are, mm -hmm. but how do you like how are they really look at them from mm -hmm. a top down view how and do how do you break bad form? habits? Mm -hmm. How do you add in new habits? Correct. He talked about habit stacking, which was just a cool way of, let's say you want to do 30 pushups a day, you know, let's set a low goal here mm -hmm. after you make your you know, bed in the morning, then you do those 30 pushups. So you don't have to think about it. You don't actually have to plan a time yep. mm -hmm. randomly throughout your day. You just automatically get into a morning routine of mm -hmm. do this, do that. Yeah. And that really saves you time. Yeah. Which yeah. Is solid. Well, cause a lot of, I feel like a lot of time management is procrastination. That's one thing like mm -hmm. obviously college students have, will always have trouble managing, um, is putting projects off and waiting till the last minute and yeah. stuff. And when you, when you set a time, okay, this is when I have to get this done. Obviously you're going to have more time because yeah. it's yeah. just, you're getting it done. Yeah. You're cutting out all that space in between time where you're trying to convince yourself, maybe scrolling on Instagram exactly. for a couple minutes. Yep. Trying to know. psych yourself up. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's one thing too, just, um, the same kind of thing. I've been doing a lot of research the last few days on just systematizing, just mm -hmm. having a system for every single thing that you do. We talked about that this afternoon. Yeah. Danny and I did. I was like, I want a system for every single thing. If a buyer sends me an address, I want a system for going to the MLS, pulling out the PDF, mm -hmm. getting the agent's name and number, asking them the same questions. Hey, how old is the roof? What are we looking at? You know, I want a system for every single yeah, thing because a template. Then, yeah, a template. Yeah, exactly. Template. And that's mm -hmm. notion Great. has helped me tremendously. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, this is a shameless plug for notion. Yeah. Um, yeah, they it's sponsor us sometimes. Productivity. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll try and <laughs> them, get them to sponsor them us and monster because I, yeah. And monster too. We've had a monster. I've had a monster in every single episode, yep. but notion, um, it's like a, database spreadsheet hybrid where you can have your your templates or you can have an entire spreadsheet but every cell is its own page so i can have an entire like excel spreadsheet of data and then open up each individual cell into its own page have templates for that it's absolutely crazy yeah. um so with that and with unlimited document storage and all this stuff yeah. within each page in a cell i can have i can have a spreadsheet of all my deals with each cell being its own page with its own template for listings and for buyers and unlimited document storage all mm -hmm. this crazy stuff inside just which you're getting one. organized pretty well right now yeah already, well i've spent know. the last couple of weeks just not trying to spend too much time on it but figuring out what works for us in the business and so having templates for everything means we can bring in someone who doesn't know us or the business mm -hmm. and plug them in and say, hey, this is your job. Just follow this checklist, yep. follow this template yeah. every single time. And it's to the exact same standards that we've set for the business. Yep. It's so powerful. It's awesome. And I, I would love to have that same kind of thing in my personal life, a template for, you know, every morning I wake up and do this, 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 and this, and have a habit where you don't even have to think about it. Yep. I think that's yeah. so interesting. So that's that whole habit second thing that you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just such a long rant. I, I love notion so much. And yeah. I feel like no, it's I helped agree. me tremendously. You're the one who showed me about it's it. It's hard to explain to people sometimes. It it's like, Oh, what's the difference between a normal app and this? And yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you can, you can write all your thoughts down and put them on paper, but if they're not organized and they're not like top of mind popping up yes. in good categorized sections, I mean, what's, what's the use of having an yeah. entire yeah. knowledge it's, bank. It's just like having a scrap away, of paper you know? that's yeah. lost somewhere in your office. It's somewhere in there, but if it's not in yeah. organized, you know, to where you can go into a file folder and open it right up where you need it, then what's the use? No, you know? exactly. Yep. Uh, so that's enough of my 
plug on Notion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Maybe I'll do a solo episode sometime just talking about how I manage my business. That'd be a YouTube video or something. Yeah. yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll lean into that. Every now and then the we future. try to throw out one of those, you know, helpful short YouTube yeah. videos that people yeah. can. But for now from. I haven't been able to do that many solo videos. We've only done one because there's Plenty so many people. Booked. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of guests booked a bunch of people that I'm like, Oh, and today I just added two more on the list. I'm like, I would love to have them on the podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, but having said that, so you are somebody that uses LinkedIn and this is completely off topic and I'm just throwing this at you, but, That's great. um, I've not used LinkedIn much at all, but I know you have been pretty active on it. Um, have you used that? I know you've used that to like in Marcus and MailChimp to, to connect with different people. Um, explain your process a little bit and how you, you have used LinkedIn and leveraged for your benefit. Yeah. So I think most college students kind of view LinkedIn as uh, this extra social media that I'm supposed to be on in order to maybe get a good job someday. Mm -hmm. And while that's definitely kind of the low level use of LinkedIn from just an average college level perspective, Mm -hmm. I think the moment you start actually connecting with people, it's just, it's the professional way to stay on top of what people are up to. I mean, you can download your whole resume into that. Um, and then you've got tons of job recruiters that can just pull up keywords. And, you know, if you fit that criteria, boom, you're in there. You. Yeah. and especially for professional businesses like Marcus and Millichap, they were talking about earlier, the company I worked for the prior, um, year CIM group. They're also another commercial real estate company, just meeting a bunch of people and then being connected with them on a professional site mm-hmm. rather than just, you know, Instagram or Twitter seeing yeah. who knows what. Yeah. That's just a really good way to stay on top of the business world, what people are up to. Um, and then especially just for as a, a college student looking to get into commercial real estate. I mean, the moment you get to that 500 connections, Mark, you you know a good amount of people that yeah. also know a good amount of people mm-hmm. that can connect you to a good amount of people. Yeah. It, so it's, train reaction. It, that was yeah, kind of my goal. Snowballs yeah. for sure. Yeah. Every person that you know has their own network and, and group that mm-hmm. could potentially help you. That's so interesting. I mean, yeah. we talk about it a lot. The power of networking, man, it's the more people you know, it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And I think everybody knows that, but it's hard sometimes. It's that same thing we were talking about at college, you know, before we hit record. Well, actually, we had hit record, but we lost the audio file. Um, <laughs> but just extroverting yourself at college and meeting new people mm-hmm. and those new people that you meet, maybe they know different people who are the same kind of person. And mm-hmm. it just, yeah, it spider webs into something that is way bigger than you ever would have imagined or thought yeah. it would be. And sometimes you meet somebody and you think they're a really nice person, but I'll probably never do anything with them ever again. And that's yep. okay, you know, mm-hmm. but. Well, and it's cool because like even you with rooming with uh, Ethan Himka, yeah. who's with Ethan Himka Graphics, like. He's a solid person that can help with, you know, logo design and just anything Everything. you need. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's solid. Mm-hmm. And, and he helps got, manage the social media account too. He does, so he's yeah. right there on hand mm-hmm. to exactly. work with us. Yeah. And you introduced me to him just because one day we went yeah. to breakfast early and him and uh, his friend Tim Hunter were there and yep. I met him and I was like, oh, he's a cool guy. And then down the road, it was like, oh, Ethan. And then I reached out to him. Same thing. And it's, mm-hmm. it's exciting. He helps me with everything. He did my story highlights for Instagram. He helps with the posts. It's fantastic. The the other day we asked him to do like a, a new, just an actual sheet of paper for sellers to fill out, like check boxes. Yeah, if like you have a central sheet. electric heat system or, you know, like it, just everything. I'm like, Hey Ethan, can you help with this? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he's mm-hmm. right across the hall. It's really, really nice. And I remember going to lunch with him and he was like, yeah, I just started this graphic design, uh, Instagram account, Yo, with, you know, I remember when he first started followers. It too. Mm-hmm. And now he's what? 20, 23, almost 24,000 24, yeah. followers. Which is, 
crazy. It's crazy, amazing. crazy. Yeah, he's had posts go viral above what 150,000 mm-hmm. views. Yeah. Yep. Which yeah. Is, which is yeah, I feel like I'm rooming with a celebrity. It's crazy. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, sort of. Um so yeah, and I mean even that he's just been consistent over a long period of time, which yeah. is exciting. Tying it all back to the networking thing with LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, just even personal connections like we've met at college together, same thing with LinkedIn. You can just kind of thumbtack that person mm-hmm. to your mental board and you're like, all right, I know you're in this industry and you'll get updates if they, you know, have a anniversary at their company, you know, they've and worked there for a year. And say congratulations. Exactly. Like and that. it's just yeah. being able to touch base. And I mean, this really applies to you and me too with mm-hmm. real estate, you know, mm-hmm. every year, you know, like the house anniversary date, I'm sure you've kind of, will text your, you know, past clients, yeah. you know, happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're in the process of writing handwritten notes to all of our past clients who nice. bought a year yep. ago or whatever. That's another system that mm-hmm. we're, that's, exactly, that's something know. else we're working on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I love I, that, man. Have I talked about my uh, small business entrepreneurship class? I think I have, right? Was you brushed over it. Okay. You brushed over it. But, I feel bad because um, we had recorded for a little while yeah. for everybody who doesn't know. Well, we no, recorded. at the beginning you were talking I think about, I talked about um, it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But part yeah, of, dive part of my that. income statement, I allotted like a certain amount of money towards just client relationship building where you know taking people out for for coffee it's so important um, and then being able to send them personalized notes you know thank you for business that's just one extra level of of standing out yeah yeah professional well that's we had talked about i used mark's accountant for last year Mm -hmm. and they sent me just a typed note with my accountant had just signed at the bottom and it basically said we're excited to have you as a client we believe that the success of our clients is inherently tied to our own success. We want to give you the highest level of service possible. We appreciate you. And yeah. I came in the mail and I opened it up and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. This is so cool. It stands out. And immediately I took a picture and I was like, okay, how can I do this in my business? Like how can I mm-hmm. replicate this? Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's reaching out to your clients and making them feel like, Hey, we see you and we appreciate you and we value you as a client and we want to do future business with you. That's, most businesses don't do that. Mm-mm. It's so interesting to see how many people are just kind of haphazardly mm-hmm. just run through and, and just kind of fly by the seat of their pants for everything. And yeah. the same thing comes back to the time that they wake up. They wake up whenever they feel like they can and not get in trouble. And then they're they're being reactive the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so important to, to be waking up at a, a time when you can determine how your day goes, you know? Um, and then you have time for everything else that's important to you as well. So, so this is completely, I would say off the cuff. Um, I just started thinking about it a few minutes ago. Um, so you diving into, um, the, it was the Matthews company you said, mm-hmm. um, and they, they have obviously these incredibly high expectations of their employees, which is fen- phenomenal for a guy like you who can, mm-hmm. you know, pursue excellence. So in, in your future plans, how hard do you want to push for how long? Like, do you have any concept of like, yeah, where are how you many, headed? yeah. What, what's, what's that looking like? I guess I'm just wondering, so would you go work for them for a few years or would it be a consistent career that you branch out of? So that's the thing I'm trying to just figure out. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, time is a valuable resource that yeah, you can absolutely. never get back. You can always earn more money, but mm-hmm. you can't ever earn more time. Yeah. You know, you're locked into who knows how many years of your life that you've been blessed with. Yeah. 
and that could end at any second. Yeah. Um, so part of me wants to just fully dive into working, you know, 65 plus hours a week yeah. and kind of get ahead on the front part so you can enjoy the the latter part sooner yeah. rather than later. Delay yeah. that gratification. I definitely agree. I think delayed gratification and then just setting yourself up for success mm-hmm. is a much better mentality than, oh, my future self will take care of me, you know, yeah. like pushing off all the hard things to your future self. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it, actually. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people depend on their future self to do the work that they should be doing right yep. now. I think that's kind of a poisonous mentality that, um, his, it's part of the American dream. It's almost like a a given that that's what you're going to do when in reality it should be the other way around. You know, you're young, you're capable of working now. That's interesting. I think, uh, James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits talks about, um, basically writing your future self into a person that you can like see on paper, so to speak. Like what Hmm. is your future self? Are you you know, this successful, you know, how many kids do you have? Are you married? Are you living in a house? Do you have this much money or have you invested this much money? And just kind of visually seeing like, all right, my future self is this person that I want to be. And then viewing your current self as like a slave towards your future self and your future goals. Wow. And that's just amazing mentality switch from like, oh, I'll let my future self take care of that hard, massive 20 page paper I have due Mm -hmm. or if I'm going to make my future self successful, I better write, you know, three pages a day. Yeah. Mm. And that way I have a week before the due date to look at it and, you know, refine make it, it an A paper. Yeah. And wow. That's great. Yeah. I think that echoes what you were talking about with, um, how important time is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's good advice for anybody, you know, well, and come, it all comes back to time management. It too, sure does. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, the it importance all, that you it learn all in ties together. And that's something that I've seen or I've heard multiple times on other, um, you know, shows or from other people that I respect. Everything in your business life and your personal life, when you when you you can't grow one without the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't grow your business without having your personal life buttoned up and and acting how you should, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a hard pill to swallow sometimes, mm-hmm. but also when you're becoming that person who, like you said, on the, on paper, you know, this is the person I want to be. If you're becoming that person, then, um, you know, if you want to have that business that that future self has, you have to be the kind of person who would attract that kind of mm-hmm. business. And the same thing applies to everything, man. Dating. Yeah. Um, you know, friendships as well. What, if I want these kind of friends, what kind of person would those friends be hanging out with? Yep. Would they be hanging out with somebody who's like me or do I need to make some changes? Yeah. yeah. I think That's exactly taking right. responsibility. I think it's been said, like you're the average of the top six people you spend yeah. your time with. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if those people are lazy, chances are you're going to be super lazy yep. with them. And if those yep. people are successful, you know, you're going to be in the same boat, yep. Yep. which is exciting and terrifying. It yeah. is. It sure yeah. is. <laughs> yep. Cause <laughs> I hang out with this guy all the time. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so important to have people around you who are, um, you know, driven by the same goals as you, Big which time. everyone at this table is. And then also it's important to reach up for people too, um, for good influences that can, yeah. you know, help you get to where they are, which is where you want to be. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think that's so important. mentorship, seeking, um, counsel, you know, seeking yeah. advice. Yeah, exactly. I think that's well, and that's the other thing that, um, you know, talking about college cause we're obviously you're wrapping that up now, but, um, a lot of college students don't understand. They think going to college and they'll, they'll get that degree and it's about getting through. Yep. Getting mm-hmm. through. And they don't, they don't excel like you obviously are. They're, they're not learning the important life lessons. They're just learning what it takes to get the degree. Yeah. How much work 
do I have to do in order to get that degree? Slide by, how much, yep. how much work can I get away with not doing? Yep. Like how mm-hmm. much can I have a good time and party with my friends or not, not party with my friends. I'm, I mean, um, how often can I go to the sports center <laughs> <laughs> and work out with my friends? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Which is um, interesting. Like just the culture today is teen is a new word as of the yeah. last, you know, few hundred years I've before that. that you were either a kid or an adult. Yeah. Mm. There was no in between middle ground or you wasted half of your life. Wow. You know, playing video games or hanging out with friends or partying with friends or yep. wasting your Friday night, Saturday night. Yeah. I haven't thought about that for a long time. That's a, a yeah. great reminder. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, it is a good reminder to are, you know, are you still a kid or are yeah. you an adult? Yeah. And it's are you one or the other way? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There's some people in my life who I feel like they should hear that. But also it's a good reminder because it's like, well, yeah, my it's not for other people. It's for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hmm. Okay. So having said all of that, then we talked about kind of your future plans, you know, your time at college, um, your internships and what you've learned and just some of your, your good habits you've been building. So having said all of that, all of those serious topics, what do you enjoy doing for fun? What do you, what do you just enjoy doing? If you have a few free hours, Mm. are you, uh, what are you doing? I think I already know most of the answers to this, but yeah. So, I mean, I think it's always physically good to be working out. Cause that's like one of the biggest ways to de-stress. I mm-hmm. think it, yeah. it beats all medical pills hands down. I think that's been proven by doctors just, and I've tried all out. of them. I can say it, it does. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> working out 30 minutes to an hour a day, yeah. um, really changes your whole perspective on life. Just yeah. clears your brain. Stress so, reducer. Yeah. That's solid. Um, and then I've also been doing aerial photography, uh, Rice Productions AZ is my company that I've been yeah. doing this Go year. Go follow on Instagram because yeah, yeah, you it's should. an enjoyable account to follow. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'm scrolling through my page and I follow a lot of like Florida life pages and things just, you know, so I can appreciate where I live and I'll see a post and I'm like, man, that's really nice. And I'll go back. And I'm like, oh, that was Nathan's. That was Nathan's <laughs> post. Well, so I it's very professional that. looking photography. Yeah. I mean, I, I still enjoy photography and being creative on this side. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean why not yeah do an actual little side gig mm, yeah some money. for sure so yeah you have a female yeah i have a female oh yeah so we'll see uh where that's headed but trying to stay on course there's there's so many areas that you're you're kind of in a corridor mm-hmm. right now where you have like nine doors and you can only go through like three or four of them which mm. is still more than one like most people yeah. are like all right i'm going through one door yeah and i'm in this wonderful corridor of all right where do I go in life? A lot Where of do opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So it's it's a big responsibility check. Yeah. It's a tough, hmm. tough uh, decision to make. When yeah. It comes it's easy. To it. Up until this point in life, yeah. a lot of decisions are made for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you get to kind of just kind of flow along and do what you know you're supposed to be doing. And then there comes a point where are you are you a kid or are you a man? You know, yeah, exactly. you got to yeah. make decisions. You have enough money to, make. you know, buy your own house, buy your own car. Or yeah. not. Or are yeah. you living off credit card debt? Yep. I'm not saying uh, we're all perfect, but yeah, it's yeah. a good thing to just be focused on for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And other than that, just networking with friends. I've been, I've been spending a lot of my time this semester um, focused on networking with other companies. So yeah, I have about four interviews scheduled in December, that's which exciting. is exciting. Hmm. But that's kind of been my goal starting this semester. Like I didn't want to, you know, do this extra fun hobby on the side. I wanted to focus on actually getting a real job that's yeah. going to pay for everything the moment yep. you get booted out of college. Mm-hmm. Well, so. and that's, I think a lot of people get close to the end of college and then they're like, oh, I got to find a job, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's so yeah. important to start thinking about it way earlier, mm-hmm. way in advance. And you have right. been doing internships mm-hmm. and trying to set yourself up um, to have something lined up for after you get out of school. That means that you have 
you know, the, the further away from graduation you start looking for your job, the better options you have and the more you can pick and choose. And mm-hmm. that's important, you know, yeah. cause that's what you're going to be doing for a lot longer than when you're in college. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Interesting. So you graduate this coming May. Are you excited? Yep. I I think so. I'm kind <laughs> excited. of excited just yeah. to like, you know, start real life. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily to be done with the, the easy life that you, I mean, it's amazing to me to hear so many people talk about the good old days when they were in college. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Danny and I talk about this all yep. the time. Yeah. I hate that mentality. Mm-hmm. And I'm, if somebody listening is that way, I'm really sorry. Move on. <laughs> Go do something new that excites you yep. because the col- yeah. college is not the good old days. Wherever you're living right now, these are the good old days. Yeah. And it's that quote from the office. I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before you've left them or whatever it is. <laughs> Stop. Well, that's the thing. You're in the good old days. Yeah. You're either living or you're dying. You're yeah. So if yeah. you're saying the good old days, that means you're dying. Yeah. That opinion. means that you've just given up on yeah. whatever your life you're is now. Focus forward. I used true. to play ball yeah. in college. Your focus is my ACL. <laughs> but we went to we would have gone to state that year. Yeah. And I almost could have gone pro. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. You're not gonna go pro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I feel like I'm very aggressive sometimes towards those kind of. Uh, Thought process mentalities, yeah. 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 Mentalities. We have hundreds of thousands of listeners on this podcast. So. Yeah. yeah, so I got to be careful what I say. Lots of people do offend. <laughs> All thirty-five people who will hear this episode. Um, if you're irritated, DM me on Instagram because you probably all follow me. So <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, discuss it there. Yeah, we'll discuss it there. So cool, cool. having said that, well, Nathan, where can people find more about you mm-hmm. on, on LinkedIn, Instagram? Yeah, LinkedIn. Just look me up. Nathan Holmes. Um, Instagram, same way. Nathan Holmes official. Official. There's only one Nathan Holmes. Only one Nathan Holmes. <laughs> and that is the truth. Honestly, that is the truth. But I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, it absolutely. Great, I appreciate uh, you coming on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, we'll probably do one more of these before you graduate next year and we'll follow up and we'll see uh, what worked out and what your plans are. Yep. So that's right. All right, Nathan, appreciate you. Thanks so much.